welcome to the Lotus Ladies Podcast. I'm Alison. And I'm Sarah. This is a podcast about all things yoga, where we don't take ourselves too seriously as we flow and let it all go. Enjoy the episode. All right, so here we are. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a cold week. Yes. Frigid. The cold sinking into my bones, it feels like. <laughs> and I just, I feel so, um, I'm really feeling that turning inward feeling where I just want to be wrapped up on my couch and warm. Like anytime I get off my couch, I have like this heated blanket, which is probably half my problem because <laughs> I just melt into it. And anytime I get out of it, I'm like, oh, oh, why am I out in the real world? Was it yesterday or the day before where it was like 11 degrees yeah. in the morning? It was freezing, but it like hurts to breathe. <laughs> like, I'm like, this isn't fun. And then like, you know, walking, I walk everywhere. So I was telling students today, I need to find something that I can wear over leggings that aren't snow pants. Like in the winter, like mm-hmm. maybe fleece lined something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to walk around like downtown Concord and like <laughs> my ski pants, you know? You get that. <laughs> you know what the swish? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what came to my mind yes. was the, shh, 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 shh. here comes Sarah <laughs> making my way downtown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but my, my skin under the yoga pants aren't thick at all. So my skin like hurts when I get to the studio. It's like frozen to my pants. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Um, so this week has been like anything and everything. You can totally tell that Mercury is in its pre-shadow phase about to go into retrograde. Um, so, okay. Wednesday, my class, the iPad thing yep. so that I couldn't get the iPad to work. It was logging in in some other studio down the street <laughs> I was like, what in the heck um, is going on? And then, uh, what was it? Okay, so this morning, <laughs> this morning, I go to take my kids to school, and I go to start the um, one of the cars, and I haven't driven the car, just a week, just one week, yeah. and it was dead. Oh. So I was like, oh, mother F. Yes. So I jumped it with the other car, and it's warming up. <laughs> and you're out there in the freezing cold, oh, and your better. kids are like, ah! Oh, it gets even better. So I jump it and I let it warm up. And of course, since all the snow we've had, I have not. That's the one vehicle I have not like cleaned off. Oh, no. So I'm thinking the windshield's going to be defrosted by the time we get in. And I go to do, turn the windshield wiper on and they're stuck frozen. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to scrape it, which, you know, we all avoid. Yep. So I get out and I start scraping it. But the windshield wiper was still turned on. So the windshield wipers start going while there was a block of ice at the top. So the windshield wiper literally snapped off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So I'm like, okay, well, the, I mean, the kids, their school is like literally a two-minute drive. It's a 10-minute walk, two-minute drive, but it's cold, so I drove them. So I'm like, well, just don't shut off the car. So what do I do? I go into autopilot and I shut Shut off the car. So I was like, oh my gosh. I tried calling my parents because they lived down the road. They were both gone already. I eventually got a custodian to come jump me. And (laughs) And then with the remote control here tonight doing the lights and the whole thing just fell out of my hand. The batteries went everywhere. And the same exact thing happened to me this morning. Exact same thing. Isn't that weird? Yep. 
when you said that, I, I thought you were talking about the candle. I was like, oh, that's weird. It happened to me today with the, and you're like, no, that was the controller. It jumped out of my hand. The batteries went flying across the room. Yeah. It was crazy. The universal energy is just all over the place right now. Yeah. We've been having weird, like, uh, like phone issues happen, mechanical. Yeah. That's what Candy was saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. (laughs) Um, But okay. So where are we? We're on Friday. And so if you're listening, uh, we are the Lotus Ladies, by the way. I'm Alice Ann. And I'm Sarah. We're so happy to have you here. Um, it's Friday. We just actually both taught. Yeah. Is that the first time you've taken my moon class? I can't remember. That's the second. Okay. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you. I loved it. (laughs) The first time I took it, I thought we were just going to be talking. I didn't know there was like movement. Yeah. And I was like exhausted and I was looking at you like, why are we moving so much? (laughs) I thought I was just going to lay here. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that. But I remember saying that to you. You're like, I know. I'm sorry. I could tell you were like dying. (laughs) I was like, yeah. But yeah, it was great. I loved it. I love um, learning about how that uh, what's going on up there affects us down here. And isn't it's it wild when everyone in the class is like, how did you know this is going on in my life? Yes. And I'm like, we're all just living the same thing right. in different areas of our lives. Yep. It's kind of that like what's happening outside of us is happening in us yeah. too. It's As like, within, so without. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I, that's, I love hearing that after like everybody's like, me too, me too. And it kind of makes you not feel so crazy too. Totally. <laughs> well, yeah, especially, you know, if you're like me and big into astrology and all yeah. that stuff, people think you're like, you know, just add it to the, uh, the list of craziness, right? right? That we our were woo-woo. talking about the other, our woo, our woo just woo-woo. add it to the list. Yep. Um, but your class was so fun. Sarah did a reggae themed class tonight. <laughs> and of course my love is reggae. So yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was fun. It was, I, when I think about reggae music, I think of the same things as I do yoga, love, joy, yeah. togetherness, just this flowing energy. And I was really trying to capture that in the room, like pick up that, like soak up that energy through your palms, bring them together, bring it to heart, you know? So yeah, it paint the me. universe. Yeah, paint your universal <laughs> rainbow above you. Yeah. I'm big with using the color when I'm talking about postures or, or even breathing. I don't know. It's just something that resonates within me that I can really feel the energy when I think of color. I can so, see that totally. Yeah. yeah, and you know, like when you're in a yoga class and a teacher says to you, uh, "Fill your left side of your body with your inhale, exhale down the right side," or you know. Mm-hmm. That was always hard for me in the beginning, and I could never understand. I was like, what do you mean? I'm just breathing. How can I send my breath into yeah. my feet, you know? Yeah, breathe through the soles, soles of your, your feet. feet. I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I, I, this isn't for me. But And then I started visualizing color in those spots. And when I inhaled, the color got bigger and brighter, almost like filling up with a balloon. Yeah. And then as I exhaled, it gets lighter and smaller. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It really helps me get that concept. And the more I got that visualization and did it, the more I felt my breath actually going to those areas. Yeah. Filling that space you're making. I like that. Right? Yeah. So what are we talking about tonight? Uh, Well, you know, uh, this time of year, the holidays, (laughs) the everybody kind of feeling like they have expectations of you and it's cold and you still need to be alive and, <laughs> and go to work and 
do things, not off your couch under your heat blanket. Do right? all the things. <laughs> you, yeah. We got an adult. <laughs> yeah. So. We, and we put all these expectations on ourselves. Yes. So we have to give to everyone else. Yes. So I think it's a good idea to talk about some self-care. <laughs> I love self-care. Yes. Um, I love this topic because I think that, um, like when we were talking about ideas and what we wanted to talk about and when you were like self care, I was like, I love it because we have a toolbox filled with things to use. Yeah. Yoga. The first thing that came to my mind was the toolbox of yoga and Ayurveda. Yeah. Same. especially the Ayurveda because I feel like the so you have yoga and Ayurvedic and they're like sister science they hand in hand they have so they come from the same texts ancient text and I feel like um that the Ayurvedic um lifestyle I call it a lifestyle is um self-care but with filled with awareness. Mm -hmm. So like self care can be very trendy and like, you know, what's the new trend in self care and not all of those things are good for us depending on our, the season, depending on who we are, our doshas, sometimes oil pulling, um, isn't good for you. Sometimes eating, um, spicy foods isn't good for you. Sometimes, um, what else is there? Just dry brushing. Dry brushing isn't good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think bringing it back to Ayurvedic and self-care is super important because it, it's that self-care with awareness. Yes. What's best for you? What's going to give you harmony and balance in the body and the mind? One of the things that comes to my mind is when, we, when I was thinking about this is, um, and coming from the Ayurvedic perspective, is the gift your body, our bodies give to us is the gift of adaptability down mm. to the absolute cellular level. Like... Our body is amazing if you sit and think about how much it gives us because those little like uh, pings of pain or annoying things you feel in the body, that um, that's at the very low level and we kind of deal with it because it's just an annoyance, right? The body keeps adapting, the body keeps shifting, so that pain can keep kind of going to the wayside until you have a catastrophic catastrophic event like you you know your back goes out mm-hmm. or you like dislocate a joint or something happens and then you're like whoa like you're you're literally put flat on your back but your body gave you so right. much time and tried to adapt for so long <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> until it had to scream at you yes and tell you hey so pay attention. the gift we can give our bodies back is the gift of predictability and mm-hmm. that that ayurvedic like the dinacharya your daily routine and it doesn't have to be the same. Like you said, like so there's some, certain seasons where you don't want to eat certain foods or you don't want to do certain activities like the dry brushing or the oil pulling or whatnot. Like there are certain seasons and times just based on the elements in the air. So, but that predictability of a daily routine at some level gives your body some structure. And so when we get to these crazy times in life and mm. you get really stressed out, um, your body has some sort of like ground level, I think, but that toolbox of yoga too, Yeah, you know, yep. like 
Hand in hand. <laughs> hand in hand. I don't know about you, but like when I start to pull in like a self-care ritual, one thing, say it's um, making time in the morning to do pulling, like with my uh, oil pulling in my mm-hmm. mouth, like for my gums and my he- mouth health. When I really start getting into that, more things start to fall in place for me. Like I want to do more self-care things. Yes. Right? I get that too. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of get like on this like, okay, what's <laughs> next? Because what, it feels so good to take care of yourself. I mean, it's just little things. Self-care is, I think, a little blown out of proportion in the commercial, know, commercial world. Yes. yes. It's self-care. You need to go get a massage. Yeah. You, you need, need to book to, all these appointments. Yes. Exactly. And, and, you know, take up more of the time that we don't <laughs> have to give for money it's expensive yes to you know it's not realistic for the majority of people to maintain that quote wellness routine when the routine really starts from just your day like the moment you wake up and like you said the mindfulness the mindfulness like brushing your hair I mean Mm -hmm. I know it sounds silly but no that's self-care yes it is and if you bring that mindfulness to it it can be relaxing it's not like oh my god I gotta brush my hair gotta get ready and I go right of course some mornings we know we're all like that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) again we gotta be realistic But that is self-care. Brushing your teeth every day is self-care. Yes. Uh, brush, uh, brushing your hair is self-care. Taking a shower is self-care. And it, it's very simple things. But when you take a step back and you look at when you're burnt out, when you're depressed, what do you, you don't brush your teeth. You don't you want don't to do your, anything. You don't want to do anything. You're done. You're done. <laughs> exactly. So that just shows you like what self-care can really bring into our lives and then what it can take away when it's not there is that lack of caring yeah about and it starts with yourself which is sad we start to degrade from the inside out and i think this time of year is super hard for a lot of people and for all different reasons yeah i've had a couple students come to me before class and say i'm having a really hard time I'm sorry if I have to leave class. I might even cry in class today. And they're going through some heavy stuff that, you know, you don't, we don't know about. Everybody has their struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important that, you know, as yoga teachers, we hold this very special place for people to come and practice self-care. Yeah. And we get to be part of that, which is so cool. Like one of the, one of the biggest tools from yoga is that, that compassion and I and like we were talking about gratitude and I think compassion and gratitude go so hand in hand with one another but that fostering that compassion for yourself your your limits what you can and can't give to other people in a certain moment and and knowing that that's okay yes we can't do everything for everyone all the time and even um, like for myself, I know that, uh, financially Christmas is a lot smaller this year, Same, but I'm okay with that. Same. I am at a place where I'm okay telling people I'm not giving you gifts this year. Yeah. That's not what it's about. I'll and that's give you some time. Yeah. You want to come hang out with me? <laughs> yeah. Let's watch a movie. Let's pop yep. some popcorn. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I did the same thing with my kids this year. I'm like, it's not going to be. I'm not spending thousands of dollars this year on you guys. No. You guys are adults now, for one. For two, it's not necessary. 
you, you know, you look at all you have. Let's spend some time together. Let's take that money and put it towards doing something. Yeah, together. let's go ice skating. Let's go. Yes. Let's take that money and go to the mountain because, my gosh, that's pretty expensive to do too. Yeah, but- <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But, but yeah, it's, but you know, there was many years where I was not okay with doing that. And I would stretch my, myself thin physically with just either, I mean, even shopping, it, it, that's the time, not only the money, but the time to shop and it's spreading yourself thin, going from this house to this house, to this house, to this house, all in one day, just so you can make make the rounds giving your gifts that you're just like okay bye i gotta go to the next house yeah it doesn't make any sense to me anymore it doesn't and i mean sometimes it is unavoidable um you know especially with little kids and multiple families yeah little kids multiple families it's unavoidable um so what what can you do my go-to first thing pranayama you can do it anywhere anywhere just for a few minutes Right, Just and if you have home. to remove yourself, like if you're in a crowd, I used to do this a lot after my head injury. If I was in a crowded space and I was getting really like overwhelmed, I would remove myself. I go in the bathroom and just take a moment and breathe, close my eyes, and reconnect to myself. And tell my nervous system, I'm okay. Like your breath, I always say that your breath is like your fire extinguisher to that heightened sense of fight, flight, freeze. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. And I like, so you can't see Sarah, but what she just did was when she was saying that, she kind of braced her hands down. And that's, and like when you said you went to the bathroom and like you just like, and you, your hands went like this and yeah. Yeah. Grounding. Ground. Grounding. Yes. I talk with my hands a lot. You guys can't see it, but I'm very. And you know, in these winter months, so during the summer, I became really big on every day. I would go outside barefoot oh, yeah. and just ground. Ground. That's self-care. But it's too cold to do that now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, that, that placing your hands on something solid yes. and just taking a few mim- few moments, letting your eyes close, yep. just, bringing, just bringing your awareness to your breath. You don't have to do anything fancy. Yeah. Just, that's free. Yeah. That doesn't cost money. Nothing. It's free. And it's a world of change. Yeah. So yeah, stress in, during this time, it can be unavoidable. Going from place to place can be unavoidable. But we have the tools yep. to help us get through that. And I think pranayama is a big, big one. Um, Absolutely. Um, I was just thinking maybe some people might not know what Ayurvedic is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was just thinking that maybe we should kind of explain when we talk about Ayurvedic stuff what we're talking about. <laughs> Because maybe some people are like, whoa, that's a new fun word. Okay. Um, So Ayurveda is um, an ancient Indian philosophy. It comes from the Vedas just like like yoga does. And um, so Ayurveda basically translates to the science of life. And um, so it's interesting because Vedic astrology is the science of light. Ayurveda is the science of life. And yoga is the path to liberation. Mm, I love that. It's so beautiful how they all come together. Um, But so Ayurveda basically, it it works on the principles that we are all made up of the same five elements. Um, Earth, water, fire, air, and ether or space. And so everything in the universe is made up of those five elements. 
And uh, those five elements come together to form what we call doshas. And so we have our pitta dosha, which is fire and a little bit of water. We have our vata dosha, which is air and ether. And then we have our kapha dosha, which is water and earth or earth and water. And like those elements, the characteristics of those elements kind of embody each of the doshas. And there is this kind of play of balance similar to things in yoga. Like yep. we have, we have our, um, our tamasic, we have our rajistic, and then we have our sattvic. And there's all, always this balance and this, this dance between these things. And there's different levels of elements in, in the energies, in the seasons, the foods we eat, in our own constitution, our own bodies. And the goal is to bring balance to the, to the doshas. And we all have a different constitution that's unique to us. And even though we have all of those three doshas within us, some of us might have more of one than the other. So the goal is to bring balance. And the way we bring balance is by the concept of opposites. So like increases like and opposites bring balance. So if you have a lot of a lot of vata, so to speak, which is the season right now, a lot of that air, that ether, that dry, that cold, that rough element that is just coursing through, you want to bring in like warming, um, warming elements. What, what other qualities? My mind is just, <laughs> it's, okay. it's frying. It's yeah. Friday's the end. But you don't basically, have to go too far into that's, it, but... that's the gist. Did I go too far? No, no. Okay. No, I like where you went. <laughs> and it brings us back to not all self-care is good for each person. Yes, we're right? all unique and we're we all... We need to indiv- find that balance. Yes, what works for you. And that's knowing you. That's getting in touch yeah. with you and your your own self. Um, and yoga yoga brings us that. Yeah, the practice. absolutely. I found a really cool quote about um, Ayurvedic and self-care because I feel like Ayurvedic is... It is, if you look back at the ancient text, it is a medical... Su- it's a medical yes, science. Absolutely. There's eight limbs. There's eight of, limbs and they're yeah, medical. They're yeah, all medical, <laughs> Just right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it, cool fact, this is kind of not about self-care, but Ayurvedic is um, the first surgery was done by an Ayurvedic doctor. Yes. Right? It's yes. so modern. Cool. What we know on modern medicine came from Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, it's definitely something if you're interested in all this kind of stuff to start to dive into and go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Highly suggest You will it. learn so much yeah. about yourself. About, that's the thing about yourself. Yes. The, yeah. Because the, the more I, I thought, I'm going to take all these Ayurvedic classes to teach people about. But I'm learning so much about who I am and what my body needs. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's powerful. It's, it's empowering. It, it really is. So this quote I found says, um, it, Ayurvedic is knowing yourself and choosing how to dance with your environment. And I was like, yeah, I love that because that's what it is. We're connecting with everything around us. What happens outside of me affects me. What I give out affects other people. Yes. And coming back to that self-care is we feel like we have to show up and give support to people around us that we love. But if we're not truly caring for our true self and providing that self-care for us, we cannot truly be there for other people. Absolutely. And you are just going to drain, 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 drain until... And then you can give to other people because you're 
there's nothing left to give. It's like it's like the saying, put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Yes. But if you don't know what you need, then putting the oxygen mask left. on, it's not doing anything. You yeah. have to tap in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think going back to Ayurvedic and learning your dosha, though, so it's simple. You take a little, there's a questions that you answer about yourself. And they're not, they're not anything really deep. It's like, yeah, are you this? Are you that? Or do you have dry skin? Do you have oily skin? You know, it's pretty simple. It's like back when I used to be a teen, reading Teen Magazine, you always took those kind of quizzes, you know? What kind of skin products do you use? <laughs> what kind of man will you marry? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of man is going to save you? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, the filth we're inundated yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. Ew. Ew, looking back on that kind of stuff, is like, why are we exposed to that stuff? Yeah, what good did it do us? We're changing the world. But <laughs> we need to. Oh, gosh. Yuck. We are. And, uh, well, you know, that's what I, my meditation tonight, you know, as we heal ourselves, we just by doing that, we transform the world. Just by tapping into your authentic self, just by tapping into what you need and being you, you are helping heal the rest of the world. Right. Because we're all connected. Yeah, we're all connected. Can you imagine if what difference our culture and society would be like if we all practice that form of looking through the lens of kindness, not only to ourselves but to others, and just taking moments of pause before we re- um, react to something and just taking that moment, taking that deep breath, and then putting it out there? I have. Oh, like when I think about this, my brain just is like, whoa, we need to, it's important to teach our children that and to bring it into, I mean, even school systems, we don't have to call it yoga. If you don't want to call it yoga, learn, learn to learn that self-control, learn that your breath is your biggest tool in life to get you through conflict confrontation everywhere whether it's on your mat in a posture or out in the world with a difficult human being (laughs) oh hands down agreed i yeah your breath is literally your biggest tool it is so um so breathe people no (laughs) in and out inhale ease exhale tension (laughs) let it all go but seriously, um, dead on. Whatever whatever mantra you come up with in your head, even, yeah. and if you don't come up with one, just inhale, exhale. exhale. Taking your mind. So when we are, so our breath is one function that we don't need to tell our body to do. It's automatic. Um, it's an, it, that function is in the brainstem, and y- you're going to breathe no matter what. But when we actually mentally think about our breath and we take control and awareness with our mind we're taking that function and we're bringing it to the cerebral cortex and we're quieting everything else down so even if it's just inhale exhale that's all you need to do um you can start with that the next thing that i would say would be box breathing yep um is and box breathing is just an even ratio just like a box you're going to inhale for a four count. You're going to pause at the top of your inhale for four count. Then you're going to exhale for four. 
and you're going to pause for four and you're just going to keep doing that for a few minutes. Um, and that's honestly as fancy as you need to get. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they even make stickers now that have yeah. inhale and you can trace your finger along the inhale and then down the hold, exhale, hold. And <clears throat> sometimes people get a little dizzy if they're holding too long. Yeah. Which I say just find your own count. Find your own count. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you're pregnant, don't do the hold. Just do the inhale, exhale, inhale. Just change your box to inhale and exhale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it your breath, when you learn how to control your breath, you can control your nervous system. It's amazing. It is. Like, it really is. You're... you're so think of yourself in like a stressful panic situation. What changes your heart rate, your breath, right? Your nervous system is sending all those hormones, chemicals out to your body saying, hey, fight, fight, please. You don't have the capacity to deal with the shit going on right now. So I'm going to give you all these signals so you get the hell out of there. <laughs> you know, or you freeze or you, you know, there's, um, but then if you just take a moment and do, like you said, the box breathing or just inhale, exhale. Again, that's your fire extinguisher. I always go back to that because that's what I think of. It's a great it's analogy giving, or visualization. Yeah, it's giving your nervous system that that um, uh, cue, that internal cue that, hey, I got this. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. We're safe. We're safe. Yeah. <laughs> And you'll notice the heart rate slows back down. You can compose yourself and think again. Because <laughs> our brain naturally goes into that um, sympathetic nervous system of, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think this time of year, most of us are flighting. We're yeah. going from one thing to the next. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. And it goes into your sleep. You know, you're going to bed worrying, do I have money to pay for this? Am I going to be able to make it to this? Um, You know, like, how many more paychecks do I have before Christmas? Like, these are... I know we're getting close, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To time, anyways. Um, But did you know, like, you ever start to fall asleep and you jump like you just fell off the cliff? Yeah. That's your brain, your brain waves going from one state to the next too fast. Yes. (laughs) That's why I keep telling people, come do yoga nidra whenever you can, because you train your brain not to do that. (laughs) Right? Like, oh, let's let our bodies rest, digest, and restore into those delta waves, those slow waves. Because that's the the only way you come out of that fight, fright, freeze. And then it gets to the point where... (laughs) You know, you're inhaling ease, exhaling tension, but then you can transition to inhaling ease and then you exhale ease and send that out to the rest yes. of the world. Yes. That's awesome. Share it. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with us. <laughs> Don't exhale your tension on me. Right. <laughs> I like that. I might use that in a class because I think of this space when we're in here and people are breathing like... Like tonight, I said, fill up your palms with joy as you bring them over your head. Fill up all that joy we're putting out in this room and then settle it back into your body as you come down. Like, scoop it up in. Take some. Yeah. It's okay. Take it. I cultivated it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, you can create that within and you can send it out to the world. Yep. So send it out there. Love, kindness to 
And that's your self-care. That's your self-care. Did we talk? Did we do a good job? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got it. Well, yeah. Well, because I wanted, like, in my brain, self-care is very simple. Same. It's not, we're not talking about we're going, going and to buying, spa. going by this so you can massage your face with a stone roller. Yeah. You're not, like, <laughs> Although I do have one. Yeah, I do have one. <laughs> yeah. But use your internal toolbox. Yes, you have it right there. Yep. So if you are going through this season these next few weeks and you are feeling it, know that you have everything that you need within you to get through. Just take a moment, ground yourself, and come back home. Pause and breathe. And know that there is lots of love and light being sent to you, especially from this space right here. Definitely. Well, we're just... we Okay, we're at time. Yeah, ah, we did. Yeah, we did it again, folks. It's a wrap. All right. <laughs> Thanks well, for joining us. Yes, thank you for listening. We hope that you guys have a, a wonderful holiday season, and uh, we will be back soon. I think maybe with some yearly reflections or... Yep. Oh, and we have an announcement. Next time we have an announcement. <laughs> Uh, if you're a reader and you want to read some books with us, uh, yes. we're going to do something fun. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. We're going to um, hopefully pick something and then talk about it with you all. Maybe get some comments on our social media. If you haven't joined us on social media, we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Lotus, The Lotus Ladies. The Lotus Ladies. Yes. Thanks, guys. Be good. Namaste.